Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back. No questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. How do we know when they're starting puberty? Okay. Winning question. (laughs) We like to quote our favorite endocrinologist. That's a hormone doctor. Her name is Louise Greenspan. She says, the first sign of puberty is a slamming door. Hey guys, it is Monday and welcome to the CatNet Unfiltered podcast. And this is a special podcast because Nat and I started the Common Parent way back when, because when we had teenagers, we felt way over our head and like no one was talking about it. Toddlers and the younger ones, everyone had all the conversations and there was books. So The Common Parent is a community that we created for members where they can go and listen to amazing experts. Now, because we love our community so much, we wanted to bring over some of the experts so you could hear little snippets of them. We bring you one a Monday, 
If you're in the membership, you know that you get full access to them and you have a whole bunch of library in there. So if you're new here, go check out thecommonparent.com. And if you're not, you're going to take a listen to some of the experts that join us. Um, Really, it is about taking tools for your toolbox, quick hits, because a lot of us don't have time for a lot of books. And all the experts are so amazing that learning something that's actionable that day is like, ah, the best. So uh, this Monday, we hope you enjoy our expert and just sit back. Uh, We know it can be overwhelming. We know it can feel like a lot, but with the experts and the community and us, we all can do this together. Take a listen um, to our next expert right after this break. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical. Medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last-minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nat. 
Uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're so excited for this conversation. Um, not only because we have a, a bunch of kids, puberty uh, kids, puberty kids, <laughs> um, but also everyone who's listening is either doesn't have one yet, is going to have one, or somehow went through it. We're here with Karen Natherson, MD. I like that MD. Can M- call you doctor or MD? Just call is me MD Cara. Doctor? Medical MD doctor. is doctor. Medical doctor. Thank it's you. like it's, it's redundant. And a New York Times bestselling author. And then there's Vanessa Crawl here. Vanessa Crawl Bennett is a puberty educator and writer. Together they host the Puberty Podcast, run Order of the Magnitude, the leading brand dedicated to flipping puberty positive. And they wrote the forthcoming book, This is So Awkward, Modern <laughs> Puberty Explained. Perhaps their biggest cred, however, is that between them, they parent six teens six teens oh my gosh how old are these teens um they are oh my four are almost 21 almost 18 15 and 13 it's a shit show Uh, i you know we have uh the common parent which this is for and it's so interesting because so much of the conversations are like at what age do I talk about, like, let's just say sex right off the bat. Okay, so what age do I talk about sex? Now, the only reason I'm bringing this question up is because sex and body parts and what happens to your body kind of go together, yes. right? So if you're not talking about, they don't know about sex, they're not really going to know about puberty. Is that sort of like the... Yeah, so the answer to your question is now... Doesn't matter how old your kids are now, right? What age is that? Yeah, now, like any age. So we are big (laughs) believers in conversation in general. The question isn't when do you talk about it? The question is what what are you talking about when? So we are believers that when kids are on the changing table as infants, parents are talking to them, right? That's a there's a huge learning curve there with language. And that's a great time to start naming body parts, right? In Mm -hmm. preschool, there's nothing wrong with talking about respecting your own space and respecting someone else's space. That's consent teaching. Like it's all a part of the same big ball of yarn. It's just what specific topics do you cover when? And our short answer is you'll know when you've overstepped because they'll leave the room. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, I think that a really um, big one is I remember my daughter was like, why does daddy have a tail? You know, because you, I think also as females, you address female parts a lot easier than you address the male parts unless the males, it corrects me. Especially if you don't have a lot of boys in the house. Yeah. And, uh, but males seem to be very open about their boners and their, like, they seem very open with it where females seem to kind of get a lot more private. Is that a general, is that a generalization or do you guys see something in this as their bodies are changing? We seem to have two different ways that they're changing and, and addressing themselves. I mean, we see males and their body parts and their boners and their wet dreams and everything as like the punchline of a joke, right? Yeah. So people are really comfortable making jokes about it and making fun of each other and all of that. But we see less kind of serious conversation about boys changing bodies. Whereas mm-hmm. with girls, we see intense, serious conversations and we see kind of shame and embarrassment or sort of hesitance. But 
people are talking to them about it, right? Because like, if you are having a period, then someone's got to help you like learn how to use the products and go and buy the products and all of that stuff. Um, So our goal is actually that everybody is talking to everybody else about what's going on with their bodies um, in different ways, right? Like think about the personalities in your house. Think about your personalities, your partner's personalities, your kids' personalities. And like every kid is going to need a slightly different conversation. Um, Some kids lead with humor. They're much more comfortable if you make it funny and silly. And some kids find that overwhelming and are like, no, just give me the facts and get out. Like, I don't need more than that. And so we like everybody to know what else is going on with other people because then there's no shame and there's no embarrassment. And like, God willing, someday they're going to have a partner, um, a spouse, a somebody. And like, it kind of helps if you know what's going on with the other person's body and emotions. Because if you're in the dark, there's no way you can be a good partner to that other person. How do we know when they're starting puberty? Okay. Winning question. (laughs) We like to quote our favorite endocrinologist. That's a hormone doctor. Her name is Louise Greenspan. She says the first sign of puberty is a slamming door. Oh, so it's a behavior. Well, moods happen because the sex hormones that are in charge of puberty don't just circulate down in the body. They also circulate up around the brain, right? But if you're Sorry, my dog heard something loud upstairs and I don't know. I heard it too. I don't know. I just kicked my dog out of the room. I was like, how the hell did you get in here? Get out. Mine just like sneaks in and usually does not move, but there was a big bang. I don't know. There might be an I love that. (laughs) Okay. You're on it. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Um, Okay. So the first physical sign of puberty in a uh, a girl is usually breast budding. So that's the beginning of breast growth. The first budding. Yeah. Budding. Like, you know, those. Um, very awkward, small, painful yes. lumps under yes. the nipple. Yeah. And sometimes there's only one because the two boobs don't talk to each other. And then everyone thinks it's breast cancer. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's not. It's called breast budding. And it it like an elbow against a breast bud, you know, sends them to their knees. It's so painful. That's usually the first sign of of puberty in a girl. The first sign of puberty in a boy is penile and testicular growth. Their penis and their testicles start to grow, which no one notices because they're also getting private and they're shutting the door and they're covering themselves up. And sometimes that's the only thing you see for like a year or two years. And so when my son went through puberty, I had no idea because he was being private and I'm a pediatrician, but I even I didn't look. That's not your job. Your job is just to let the pediatrician take a look and let you know when they're in puberty. Oh, the, yeah, and that's awkward. Don't too. even you, tell them what I do. Don't. That, because that's not your job to look. <laughs> well, now you have constantly. to tell us. Natalie looks constantly. Like, She's like, everyone show me your pubes. Let's well, see. <laughs> when, I saw, when I saw one of them get pubes once, I was like, wow, I, I did not expect that. That's earlier than I thought. And then the next one, it's been a couple of years. And I'm just like, you got any? Still none? Checking. No, I'm like, wow. All right. I mean, I have to tell you a story. My brother, my younger brother was a late bloomer and we were on vacation at the beach. I was 16 and he was 14 and we were like showering off at the outdoor shower. And you know, we have boys like pull their bathing suits out to get the water down. And he pulled his bathing suit out and he was, you know, hosing off down there. And I looked down and was like, oh my God, I'm so excited pubes. I swear to God, he has still not forgiven me. Like 
he's you're in the right career it seems five you're in the right career yes puberty clearly i'm I'm still processing it because (laughs) i did it so wrong with my younger brother but some kids are like great fine check out my pubes i'm so proud of them i'm so excited like it's there's no one size fits all because all the personalities are different and like also if they're growing up with you they're used to like a lot of conversation, a lot of openness, a lot of jokes. And so they might be comfortable with it. Right, right. You know, so is so physically there's no age that puberty starts. But like when because how long does generally yes. does puberty take yes. how long does it last? To happen yeah, a long time. A, a really long time. grade three who's getting buds. Yes. They might not get boobs till they're grade eight, right? Like okay. what does that what Excellent question, because this is really what has changed over the last couple of generations. The average age for girls to start puberty is now between eight and nine, right? Third to fourth grade. Half of all girls. Wait, you have have to say it the Canadian way, grade three or grade four. four. Yes, correct. Uh, Sorry. We are guests in Canada. We are guests (laughs) in your country. Yes. Um, the, The average age for boys is between nine and 10. Okay. Okay. So this is average. This is two or three years earlier than it was when we all went through puberty. Why? Okay. I'll get to why in a second, but I'm going to get to the what for a second because it's amazing, but it's not going any faster. It is in fact going slower because everything else takes much longer. In other words, if you look at periods, for instance, which are a middle marker, of puberty. They happen somewhere in the middle of puberty. Okay. The average age used to be 12 and a half. It's about 12 and a quarter. It's changed by three months, but the start has changed by three years. So it takes the average girl four or five years to get from a first bud to a period. When we were going through it, it took like two years to get from a first bud to a period. You're right. Right. So puberty is stretching. That is not your imagination. And so the why, the why is we have no idea. It is probably a combination of everything that we are putting into and onto our bodies. It's the cosmetics with all the endocrine disruptors in there. It's the foods we're eating. It's the drinks we're drinking. It's the air we're breathing. It's the stress we're experiencing, which is jacking up our cortisol levels. And that is shifting the start of puberty. But, but, but I have really good news. And the really good news is that the people who do this research don't think that it's going to start any earlier. They feel like we've hit kind of a rock bottom. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And, and do you, when, when we hear this like um, stat, is there anything bad about it lasting longer? It's such a good question. And the answer is no. And no one, and no one is better. No one's asked us that. The one question we do get is it doesn't mean menopause will start earlier if puberty started earlier. And we don't have the data on that, but we are really hoping that we will soon. I mean, here's what I'll say about the good thing about puberty lasting longer is that we as parents can get much better at parenting kids in puberty if we have more time because we screw up all the time. And the more we practice making mistakes, taking a do-over, trying it again, the better we get at it. I mean, I'm a much better parent now of my older kids than I was of my younger kids because I've like practiced and I've gotten better. Um, What we will say is that hormones, the rising and falling hormones that cause the mood swings that are fueling the entire process, they do start to level out. So they're not rising and falling in the same dramatic way all throughout puberty, um, which means that the mood swings are going to get better and more even. They don't disappear entirely. I mean, I still have mood swings and I'm 47, Um, but they do get less dramatic. And so you will notice that your older teens are actually less moody than your teens, like really in the throes of those. Yes, exactly. Do boys and girls biologically have the same hormonal mood? Like, are they, I feel like, because we all say, oh, the girl mood swing, like they're ready for it. Do boys experience the same thing in behaviors? Yeah. So the hormone that is most dominant in girl puberty is estrogen. And when it circulates up in the brain, it causes mood swings, not for every girl, but for many girls that are more outward, like they cry at the drop of a hat. They yell at the drop of the hat. They're hysterical laughing, can't stop laughing at the drop of a hat, right? Boys, their puberty is dominated by testosterone. And when testosterone goes through their brain, we know that they are quicker to anger or like real rage actually is what testosterone is associated with. But we also know, even though there's not one study that looks at this, which is very annoying to us, um, they're quieter. So the op, right? The opposite of that yeah. is silence. Mm-hmm. They shut the door. They become monosyllabic. They huh. grunt. That's a mood swing. Yeah. So funny. I was, I, 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 I have a girl and then I have three boys and my, one of my boys yesterday was like being just like, so like not reasonable about like what he had to do, like his homework and what he had to do and just like his life in general. And I was like, I so expect that kind of conversation from my daughter. But then I went into the kitchen. And I'm like, I think that's his like hormones. Like he's, yes. he's not acting like himself and he's acting like, like a teenager. Like, yeah, he's acting like, I'm like, get your head on, you know? Mm-hmm. But I was like, I guess I expect it from her, but I was, I was surprised by him. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the societal generalizations and stereotypes do a disservice to everybody. They do a disservice to girls because we're like, oh, girls are so dramatic. Oh, girls are so ridiculous, right? Like we're we're totally stereotyping girls unfairly. And we're not leaving room for boys to have their own mood swings, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just the purview of girls. It's the purview of all kids in changing bodies. Having said that, you can say like, hey, dude, I don't really love how you're talking to me right now. So can we like take a minute and then I'm mm-hmm. going to come back to you with the same question? And I would just love a different tone of voice. And then normally they'll actually like laugh at themselves and be like, okay, totally fair. Like, you know, give me a minute or they'll stomp out of the room and then come back a few minutes later. But if we engage with them whenever they're at that cresting moment, whether it's sobbing or anger or aggression or whatever it is, like that is not useful. Like everybody needs a minute when they're at that moment. I mean, we know we need a minute when we're like Mm -hmm. flipping out. So, so do they, and they need us to help them find that space. I mean, I know that was a short snippet, like, you know, not long, but I do want to let you know the value of listening to experts where we curate the experience for you because topics can feel so overwhelming. And when you get a mom's perspective that we're all concerned about, you know, often experts deep dive into like one topic and we're like, but wait a minute, what can we do right now? And how can we fix this? And can you help us? And that's really what about the com- the common parents about is normalizing it and giving you guys quick information. And if you are not someone who can listen to audio all the time, but I think you are because you're listening to this, we email you, we give you quick um, roundups and always things that are cutting edge. And we just really appreciate all of you being here. I hope you learned something today and we hope you have a wonderful day or night wherever you may be. 